Hello, horror fanatics. I'm Frank. And I'm Jen. And we welcome you to our weekly podcast. The Horror. Thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror, supernatural, scary, and downright creepy. If you like what you hear, rate, review, and subscribe to add us to your regular rotation of podcasts. You can also submit any ideas, comments, and suggestions to our email address at oth at seriouslydecent.com. And you can check out our back catalog at our website, ohthehorrorpodcast.com. Yeah, you can do those things. And we're done, folks. Good night. Just kidding. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. It's good times. It is. It is good. Another week of good health. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Wear that out. Yeah. No stomach bugs. No. No flu. No. No wrenched back. That was not fun, uh, if I'm being honest. It's, it's not meant to be fun. No. Old Sasquatchy today. Bigfoot! Bigfoot. Episode 51. One episode away from a whole year's worth. Mm-hmm. Our first year. Check. We did that. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. Yeah. After Bigfoot. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it's old Sasquatchy. It is. It goes by a lot of names. So many freaking names. Yeah. It's kind of like Apollo Creed getting (laughs) announced out. The King of Sting. (laughs) The Master of Disaster. (laughs) Yeah. Well... This is another interesting thing like we were talking about with Shadow Men where there's quite a bit of records that date back like yeah like petroglyphs these and, guys go way back Yeah, it's the same type of creature. Mm-hmm. Just kind of tall, furry, a cryptid. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the king of the cryptids. Yeah. Let's be honest, let's give him his due. This goes all the way from like Petro petroglyphs and um, like definitely the Indian tribes. Yes, I think would probably be the core. It, yeah, they all, all the First Nations, they're all and in the agreement. Native Americans all have stories of yeah this Bigfoot type creature. And stories and each and... has their own name for it. Yeah, we're not gonna go through all of that. Or uh, you we? can check out the wiki because there are se- that this the, is actually one of the few good it, it resources really was. as far as um, wiki. I didn't go. use it. I used yeah. Britannica.com and CBC.ca radio. Mm-hmm. It's the As It Happens show, and it was the cowboy behind legendary Patterson Gimlin Bigfoot film marks the fiftieth anniversary. Mm. So, but a lot of national forests talk this up. Yeah. Canada well, Canada has their stories of it. Yeah. It's uh He's very prevalent he, in the it is it, Yeah. I say Bigfoot cuz well, you know. I like I the name Bigfoot he. myself. We discussed this. Yeah. At length. Well, we'll talk about that. On our way to Vermont. We'll talk <laughs> we'll talk about that in the end. Our theory, so to speak. <laughs> but even uh, like Mississippi, like down through there, anywhere there's a vast amount of woods. Yeah. You hear these stories. The, 
they have a different name for him in the in the South. Like mm-hmm. in Florida, he's a skunk ape. Yeah. I forget what they call him in Louisiana. Oh, I can't remember. I know uh like the natives would call him Hairy Man. Yeah. Um th- there's literally a ton of different names. Yeah, that, I mean and and I didn't really want to go too far into that whole bit. What's yeah. interesting on my side of the fence and my sources are saranaclake.com, but more uh adirondack.net and dailygazette.com. Because not too oh, far. You went you went home. Well, this does go home for me. Mm-hmm. It really does. Um, on a personal note, I've never had a Sasquatch or Bigfoot sighting. Mm-hmm. However, I have talked to a few people being out in the woods because the Adirondacks are vast. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand in the States, like Basically, Isn't the Adirondacks, the largest national forest system in the United States. I'm pretty sure Yellowstone fits inside it. I'm pretty. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm. I'm not very fact oriented on on that topic, but it's huge. Yeah. Because basically, to map it out, you're looking at where we used to be, just north of Saratoga Springs. That's where it starts. Yeah. That's the southern tier. Mm-hmm. And then it goes all the way up to Plattsburgh, Lake Champagne, uh, Champlain, up through there. It goes west as far out as we are mm-hmm. here in central New York, yeah. near Utica. And just north of there is where it starts. And you're heading in, you know, that's where right. people go to Old Forge and yeah. Saranac and things like that. It's a huge area. Yeah. All in between. I remember hiking out one point. I just wanted to kind of go into the middle of nowhere and see what that was like. And that was like my multi-week jaunt mm-hmm. out into the middle of nowhere with very little on me. And it was a lot of tests too, just to see how I do out in the woods, kind of more or less surviving on the land, so to speak. And it was, it was interesting. It was fun. It was scary at times. Mm-hmm. The scary parts are as you realize how deep you are in the middle of freaking nowhere. Right. Because I walked for literally like two days. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's not like walking down a street. No, you you're walking bushwhack. up, you're yeah. walking down, you're going through some, some, you know, bushwhacking through some woods. And I did that for about a day and a half. And then I realized this is as far as I'm going to go because I am literally in the middle of nowhere. If something happens to me, mm-hmm. this, you- the stakes get higher. Right. Really yeah. high, especially an injury or something, yeah. you know, to where it affects your mobility. Mm-hmm. Not just like arms, but I have bad ankles mm-hmm. even before I had the massive ankle injury. And that's mm-hmm. when a lot of this uh, would take place. But but even post, I just was always cautious of that. Like if I messed my yeah. foot up, now I'm in really serious shit. Mm-hmm. And I would encounter people through there who said they said they heard weird things. Mm-hmm. And also just in towns through there. Right. And that's what makes this story interesting. It's a sightings. I think what frustrates a lot of people, even me included, is we have all this technology with phones, cameras. I mean, we and can take these single... pristine photos of things. Well, and... have you ever tried to take a photo of the moon with your phone? <laughs> well. <laughs> but I mean like anything out in the woods. Right, yeah. 
and then the thing is, is you've got these, uh, these Bigfoot hunters, which I mean, you could make fun of them. It's easy mm-hmm. fodder, but I think it's cool what they're doing. Yeah. I think they're, you know, they're out there trying to figure it out. Right. Some of them I think are way into it on a commitment level, you know, where just the, like the whoop noise you hear whoop and they're like. That's squatch. That's a squatch. That's a squatch. They hear a you know. an acorn fall out of a yeah. tree. And those squatch. Those are the stories I take light on. Right. However, the stories I deeply respect are people that I've known, or you just like Les Stroud was one of them that yeah. finally like came out and said like I've heard things out in the woods. Right. And I can't explain what they are. Right. And these are people that I think people got to understand. These are people that. They practically live out in the woods. Mm-hmm. They hear any noise. They know within a 90%, 80% guess what those noises will be. Have you heard the video? It's from Canada. And it's a grandfather, a grandchild, like the grandfather, the grandson, and I mm-hmm. think the the guy's daughter. And they're on a logging road. And you can hear it. This weird call. Yeah, the com- the most compelling stuff for me is the audio. Yeah, because you hear they're all like the three of them are standing there. Yeah, and they're like, "What is that?" Well, and you hear this like screaming. Yeah, and it's not like the screaming of a male or no. a female. And it's not the screaming of... It's not quite human, but it's not quite an animal. Let's break it down into Adirondacks where it's just a familiarity for me. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the animals that you have there, creatures, whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. them. You have squirrels, you have Mm -hmm. chipmunks, Mm -hmm. you have porcupines, Mm -hmm. you have basically foxes, which a fox can make a weird noise Mm -hmm. if you're not really comfortable hearing something like that and it can creep you out. There's bears... And there's cats. You'll have maybe a a lynx that got let loose or something like that. But you'll have a mountain lion, which I've never seen a mountain lion. Some claim they're out there. And then there's the bobcats. Mm -hmm. I've seen, I think I shared the story of bobcat on a previous episode. That's about it. There's nothing really crazy outside of that. Then you've got birds and there's Mm -hmm. tons of birds. And you got big hawks and turkey vultures and, you know, bald eagles and things like that. But, like, those noises that they capture, even, like, down south, because down south they pretty much got the same stuff. Yeah. Some would even say, like, a smaller scale. Like, even the deer down there are smaller than than up here. But but that's what gets me is the sounds. Like, you hear those sounds. And I remember one time hiking and I heard one kind of, like, like, I can't even duplicate it. But it was a loud, like, yell. And, and I had no idea what it was. The only comfort to me was, is it was far away <laughs> and I didn't right. hear it anymore. Right. You know, not my problem. Well, yeah, currently, you know, Yeah. <laughs> but, but you hear these stories, what, like I said, compels me the most about these stories is when people say they hear sounds mm-hmm. and they hear these things and, and they're people that have just been out in the woods a long time in their life. Right. And it's unexplainable. And that's like when Les Stroud, uh, Survivor Man, right. said that. He's like, I've heard things out there that I just can't identify. Well, didn't identify. he have an experience when he was camping with his wife 
Like yeah. they were in a tent. He and that's it. when he decided. And they heard the sound and, um, you know, it was just big, like mm-hmm. stumping around. And, and again, like someone like, and it's crazy. Cause like at night I will confess, like if you're, if you're alone by yourself at night in the middle of the woods in like a tent or like what I would do, like a, uh, a hammock or something like mm-hmm. that, you hear things, it'll, it'll freak you out. Mm-hmm. I don't care how comfortable you are. Yeah. It alarms you at first because it's in your DNA mm-hmm. to just be like, what's that? Right. Get the adrenaline going because. Fight or flight. Yeah, exactly. It's it's in your it's in your genes. And uh, I remember just times camping even with friends and I'd hear a little rustling and I know it wasn't like somebody peeing. Right. You know, and then like I'd lift my tarp up a little bit and it'd be like a deer or mm-hmm. or something like that. Or what it would be is just a squirrel rustling through some leaves. That's right. noisy enough when it's nighttime and it's quiet. Yeah. You know, most everything is asleep to a certain degree. And and to hear those types of noises, that's the most compelling evidence for me. Until they come up with photos. And they've got some of the photos, but they've already been debunked. And, you know, there's some of them, you know, where it was somebody in a suit or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I, I just hate when people do that because it just ruins the hard work that others are trying to do. Right. Yeah. But back to the beginning with the personal nature of this. Whitehall, yes. which was about 40, 45 minutes away from where I was in South Glens Falls, where I was born and grew Raised. up most of yeah. my life. They, they will basically say that's the capital of Bigfoot like Bigfoot sightings. They've had a lot of sightings there. They've had a lot of um, well, experiences. Didn't they do an episode on Whitehall on that Finding Bigfoot show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Now, of course, Whitehall makes a big name out of it, and a lot of that is because is there's nothing else really much going on in Whitehall. Seriously. It's a small town. For yeah. people that don't understand or never heard of it, and trust me, if you never heard of it, it's not your not fault. Not surprising. Yeah. You know, it's a very small town. Uh, you know, back in the day, they had some some industry as far as mills and stuff like that. And it also has the canal, the Champlain Canal that goes up. Right. And that goes right to Lake Champlain up there. Uh, so it survived on that industry for a long time until that wasn't really a thing. Right. And now it's just basically a town you drive through to get to Vermont. Right. Coming from New York, and it's a place to... <laughs> drive through to New- to get to New York from Vermont. Right. And um, nice people that live there. I'd known a ton of people that lived in Whitehall, and they were all great people, uh, but just kind of a, it's a town you drive through. Right. It's one of those typical, there's tons of them in the States. However, in August 1976, three boys were driving um, on the stretch of road, and they encountered a Bigfoot with uh, glowing red eyes. And what makes Whitehall interesting in this regard is they reported it to the local police who then went on and had a sighting of their own. Okay. So it's actually a police record right. that they saw this thing. And that's where, um, you know, for those that are not into Bigfootology or, you know, whatever right. you're going to call it, that's what makes Whitehall kind of interesting. Um, and they've also had multiple sightings, and I think two times by police officers. Okay. And... When I was younger, I recall that taking place mm-hmm. and that just really hit a chord because it was close to home. Right. And like at that time, like being a Cub Scouts, we'd go up to the Adirondacks and, and have like the, you know, the camps, right. you know, yeah. where we would go and, you know, get our 
our badges and beads and, you know, all that stuff. And, and, and basically that just really hold, held a thing. Like it just, I remember going out in the woods a lot younger up to my teens, just being like, maybe today's going to be the day, man. You know, <laughs> maybe today's going to be the day I see Bigfoot, you know? And, uh, and it never happened for me. Like I said, I've only heard that one noise. I've seen weird things in the woods that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And like Les Stroud did a really good job of that with his show because mm-hmm. he didn't have a sighting. He didn't really come up with much of anything. Right. But he did show like some things where like like trees are broken and they're broken in this weird way. Mm-hmm. And you just see things that just don't look natural. After mm-hmm. you spend a lot of times in the woods, you see it, it's just, yeah, that's natural. That's natural. And then you walk up to this weird thing and you're just like, well, this is weird. Yeah. This is strange, you know? And, uh, and, and that, that got me, that would keep me into it. Right. You know, just uh, on an occasion, I'd see something like that and be like, yeah, no, that really is weird. I know a lot of the Bigfoot, um, researchers and hunters, they'll do weird things. Like they'll, they'll put things like objects in the woods yeah. They'll have like these rocks they in do, an order yeah, on like they a, do tr- rocks. a tree trunk. I, they've done apples in trees. Yeah. Like in weird, weird parts mm-hmm. of trees. And basically the goal of that is so like a, a squirrel or something would just knock it off. Right. You know, or a bear would just like club it and they'd all fall down where they noticed that these rocks would change mm-hmm. and they would switch them in a different order. Right. And that would take someone kind of bipedal like us, mm-hmm. thumbs, you yeah. know, <laughs> that type of a deal. Now that's the tough part too, because like they'll have this and they won't have a trail cam set up and that stuff drives me crazy. It's yeah. like, why do it? Yeah. Why even do it? Why even do it? Cause you could just say, ah, somebody's fucking with you. Yeah. You or know, you're doing it. You don't know it's if it's the cameraman or yeah. something when you guys go back to camp. Yep. And, and there are some cases where they'll have, like, a camera and, like, the camera will get knocked away, mm-hmm. like a trail cam. Yep. And, again, I think that type of stuff's compelling. It yeah. really is. I Just to fire this question off the board, do you think it's real? Bigfoot? Yeah. I rule nothing out. Yeah? Yeah. Just, like, space is so vast. Mm-hmm. To think that we're the only ones in it is kind of foolish. Yeah. And there's just so much of the world that we live in that we don't know. Scientists are finding species that they thought were extinct or yeah. that they've never seen before. And they're, you know, for every oh, species true. that goes on the endangered list, there's like 20 or 50 more that are popping on. Yeah. Where yeah. they're like, hmm. So... I mean, when you consider those vast spaces and to take into consideration, they've been there for thousands of years. They're not going to generally, I would think, Mm -hmm. as a a creature, they're not going to put themselves in a position where they have to necessarily deal with us. Like, I think they stumble across us every now and again, and that's where we get our quote-unquote sightings, Mm -hmm. or we get a little too close to their territory, and we get, you know, the audio or or something. Yeah, yeah. But I think generally, as a rule, they're like, those weird, those weird, 
naked apes, we leave them alone. Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're just they're not they're not cool, man. Yeah, I just like, and then you have the people that say like I saw them, and there are people that have no reason really to lie. They don't have any kind of benefit to it, and they all have kind of that same thing. Like I just I saw this thing. I stopped i didn't know what to think or do and right that's usually something you process when you've seen something that you've never seen before correct you pause stop and it's just like going to be you're startling absorbing you're like what the fuck is that well yeah and you're just trying to process what yeah. the hell is going on you're i run running through your checklist bear no yeah moose no <laughs> i'm at a point now where it's kind of like uh i i want to believe mm-hmm it's not that I I can't fully commit to believe. Okay, so let me ask you this question. Yeah. There is a theory that uh, Bigfoot is mm. an interdimensional being and that- It's like the catch-all for everything. Bigfoot sightings and UFO sightings yeah. often go hand in hand. They do. So there is a theory that- Bigfoot could be entering through the same quote unquote portal yeah. that the UFO enters through and conversely could be going through that portal like they know where they are. Mm -hmm. So to escape detection, they do the, hey, I'm here, psych, gone. So they do like a giant photo bomb? Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> They do like a photo bomb and take out. Yeah, I don't know. Because like even Whitehall, the last, I think, sighting they had or last kind of like confirmation of something and their their bit of it was back in like 2018. Really? Long. Yeah, it was some footprints. Mm -hmm. And they, they made castings of them and they got pictures of where it is on the ground with the castings. And, uh, you know, it's just enough to keep it going so right. to speak yeah the um well again i'm going to say their whole life has been spent staying out of everyone's way yeah and, and avoiding detection you know what for me i i thought that was impossible until i started that's why i brought up the whole story of going deep into the adirondacks right. and and then you just start thinking about it like here's a factoid that a lot of people might not realize so you have the state of Alaska. Yeah. If you were to get the entire world population, everyone in the world, mm -hmm. was it like six, seven billion people or whatever? And if you were to condense them in the same population density as Shanghai, mm -hmm. you could fit them all in the state of Alaska with room to spare. So like you hear that and that's emptying the whole world. Right. That's just cramming everybody into the into, state of Alaska yeah. and you still got room to spare. If it was uh, now, it's like Shanghai. They're on top of each other, right? And yes, you know, and crates and stuff like that. You know, I mean, right? It's 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 not ideal, but it's basically to hammer the point home that this is a vast area, right? Yeah, I remember just even like when you fly in a plane and like you're flying out. I always laugh when people are like, "Oh, the world's overcrowded." It's like take a flight from. O'Hare Airport in Chicago mm -hmm. and fly out to Arizona and Phoenix. There's fucking nothing. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. You're just looking out and it's just a ton of nothing. Mm -hmm. 
absolutely nothing. And, and you're flying hundreds of miles an hour. Yeah. And it takes like three hours or whatever the hell it is. You yeah. know, I mean, like you are, you are just, there's nothing out there. And it's the same thing like with New York. Mm-hmm. You're in New York City. There's a ton of people. You drive and upstate. And they're all stacked on top of each other. You drive upstate and it's pretty, yeah, pretty crowded to a bit. But that's all the you got to f- do is go over to the Catskills. Yeah. And that empties out. Mm-hmm. If you head out west, you've got pockets of small towns, but most of it is just like farms and yep. all that stuff. And then everything north of 90 and like basically, we'll say Lake George. Yeah. It's woods. Yes. I mean, you've got, again, pockets of small towns here and there, but it's just flat out woods. And if right. you do a diagonal from like uh, Lake George and you go diagonal instead of going north mm-hmm. and... And instead of going west on, like, towards, like, desolation or, like, mm-hmm. through there, there's nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. That's where I planted myself in and, mm-hmm. and out through there. And it's just, there's nothing out there. And then I think of, like, Alaska. Right. I think of Canada. And that really brings home the point to me that something could hide out there. Definitely. Something I think could... And that's what gets me out of the whole, because the whole interdimensional thing, mm-hmm. that's a pocket now for everything. Shadow yeah. men, yep. aliens, you name it. You know, I think when they, it can't be explained, they just, oh, it's interdimensional. Well, why don't we break out just the generic? Yeah, definitely. Bigfoot is a large, hairy, human-like creature yeah. believed by some people to exist in the northwestern U.S. and western Canada. Seems to represent the North American counterpart of the Himalayan region's mythical monster, the Abominable Snowman, or the Yeti. A British explorer, David Thompson, is sometimes credited with the first discovery in 1811 of a set of Sasquatch prints, and hundreds of alleged prints have been um, reproduced since, you know, and found since then. Visual sightings and even alleged photographs and filmings notably the Patterson-Gimlin film from Bluff Creek, California in 1967, have also contributed to Bigfoot's legend, though none of the purported evidence has been verified. Sasquatch is uh, variably described as a primate ranging from 6 to 15 feet. That's, that's a lot. That's a, that's a big difference. <laughs> Standing erect on two feet, often giving off a foul smell and either moving silently or emitting a high-pitched cry. Footprints have measured up to 24 inches in length and 8 inches in width. A Soviet scientist, Boris Porshnev, suggested that Sasquatch and his Siberian counterpart, the Almas, could be a remnant of Neanderthals, but scientists do not recognize the creature's existence. Hmm. And the Patterson-Gimlin film is grainy footage that runs 59.5 seconds. And yet, to aficionados, it's the most significant short film ever made because of its depiction of Bigfoot, even though there were two people, uh, Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin, who were supposedly in on this. And I forget which one of them supposedly stated... He was wearing a suit. Yeah, one was saying that he wore a suit. And that was literally like the hail, that was like the Holy Grail video, Uh the compelling one. 
Ray's just kind of walking and it was on it was on unsolved mysteries it was on everywhere when that thing was pumping around and that's when you know people were committed to it and and really buying into the idea of it yeah um and again like that's where it's where it just gets tough with this because they just at the end of the day don't have anything no they really don't. Like I said, the screams and stuff like that are the most compelling stuff. But yeah. like we're at an age now where we've got photo technology through trail cram, uh, trail cams, and just regular DSLR uh, cameras, and just and just walking around with uh, a cell phone. Well, you know, it's kind of like when you're out hunting, like they know the differences in in the woods they know the differences in their surrounding which yeah. is why you don't unlike my dad take your shower put on your cologne <sighs> because they they notice those things and i think the same thing is true with bigfoot they would they would notice the the film or they would notice a trail cam they would be like that's not that's not earth that's not rock that's not tree that's mm-hmm. not mineral and they would be like just gonna stay away from that yeah and it could also explain them like if they knocked it down like no you don't put that here mm-hmm. yeah i think at the at the end of the day not even the end of the day i think there's a lot of things that they gotta kind of just kind of come up with a synopsis of what they are and how they are. Cause like take for example, and this is where the elusiveness kind of drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. Like a snow leopard. Yeah. A snow leopard. Like if you're a wildlife photographer to get a picture of a snow leopard is like a unicorn. Yeah. That's like the most sought after photo. It's a holy get. grail because it's very difficult because to get a picture of isolated them. Isolated animals, yep. the only time they meet up with other animals is to mate. Mm-hmm. They pretty much run a very wide space yeah. by themselves. They're territorial in that regard. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, is you still see them. Mm-hmm. Even though they're incredibly elusive, they're super quiet. Yeah. You still see them. And well, there are people, if they are to be believed, who still see them. No, but what I'm getting at is, is like you can Google snow leopard and, and get, get a like picture. I get tons that. of pictures of these snow leopards. Yeah. And granted, a snow leopard is in more of a winter type climate and mm-hmm. it's more spaced out and you don't have all the, the growth and all that. I, I entertain that, that thought and I get it. But I just, I'll be per- personally and honest. If there's not a truthful, factful piece of video or photo in the next 10 years with Bigfoot. You're out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they don't exist, but that's when I'm going to start believing interdimensional stuff. Right. Yeah. That they're not hanging out here full time. Right. Because it just, it's law of averages. Yeah. At some point. Like I said, pre like 1990, mm-hmm. I get it. Because not yeah. everybody had a camera on them. And plus, like, cameras then, it was film. Yes. Everything had to be perfect to make the photo. And you had to, even if you took 
the picture under perfect circumstances, you had to store your film yeah, under the perfect there was just so many circumstances things. because anything can yeah. corrupt your film. There's just so many things in the mm-hmm. way there. And 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 I have a an amount of acceptance with that. Right. But it's twenty twenty one and we have the greatest technology as far as taking photos. Mm-hmm. And like I said, in, in the next 10 years, it's only going to get better. It's not going to get worse because you get all these drones and right. all this other shit, you know, that you can take photos and videos of. Trail cams get better and better. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, because like old trail cams, they were like one megapixel or three or whatever. Right. You know, now you could walk into like a Bass Pro Shop or anywhere and get like anything from like a 10 to 15 megapixel megapixel uh, trail cam. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect resolution photo. There's really nothing wrong with it. And they can pick, take pictures at night. They can take them during the day. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, now you're getting, you know, this is, this is where I'd love talking loosely about this because we're going through the evolution of Bigfoot sightings. Right. Because really it was, you know, sightings of that regard. Now, if you talk to a Bigfoot enthusiast, Mm-hmm. that searches for these things. What they'll tell you is, is they mess with electronics. Like mm-hmm. the camera will work and then it won't work. You know, and they're right. saying that basically they walk with that. Now you're getting into kind of the weird stuff. Right. Now this you're is, getting into the alien and uh, interdimensional Or thing. something else. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, not biologically not sound. Not of this earth. Yeah, or mm-hmm. something that's hard to, to go with it. Because, I mean, the only thing that's really kind of electric... I think, you know, I'm not an expert, of course, but you got like electric eels. Mm-hmm. So, do, you know, I think what people got to ask is, is, do they fuck up cameras? You know, that's a logical question. Because like if an electrical eel in the water, which I always thought was interesting, because like the electric eel, this is where nature's just fucking weird. <laughs> you got an electric eel and it's swimming near you. And, and you're yet, in if salt you water. Put electricity in water, you it electrocute, electrocutes you yeah. when you die. But this thing but electrocutes electric, you when you touch it. But the electric eel can swim around with his electric boogie oogie oogie. Well, all he and wants. people and people around it are fine. But if you touch it, that's yeah. supposedly you know. And again, I'm not a marine biologist or anything like that. But I bring that up is, is yet yeah, there are weird things in biology that just right. are strange. So I could kind of see that with the Bigfoot connection, if it's, you know, screwing up cameras and, and things like that on an electric level. I There's a buddy I know, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but, like, he can't wear battery-operated, like, watches because he drains them. Nice. Like, anywhere he's around batteries. Like, if he just holds on to batteries, he drains them. So, like, a watch... Say like a normal so what, battery so operator. So his superpower is battery draining. Yeah. What does yeah. he do with all that r- residual power? Uh, he plays. He plays poker and plays guitar and he sells homes on real estate. You know, he was show. He showed me in like the span of a day. Like, he's like, yeah, no, give me a watch. You know, and he wore a watch with like a battery that should last like three years, mm-hmm. and was dead in like three quarters of a day. That is so weird. Oh, it's strange. It's totally strange. A normal guy. Normal. No. Good. He's got a superpower <laughs> that he hasn't unlocked yet. 
there's something He's else you're mutant. saying. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't just drain batteries. So he should have gone to the school of the gifted. Where's Charles Xavier? That's a good question. Maybe he's hanging out with the Sasquatches. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some underground facility that they, they hang out in. Wouldn't it be hysterical if the Sasquatch all this time are sitting in all those abandoned missile silos? Like they've turned them into homes. Yeah. They've got they've got it all cleared out. Just but, living, just living their best life. But that's the thing. Like, you, there's some of the Bigfoot hunters that say, uh, you know, oh, this is the hive. This is where they mm-hmm. would stay and things like that. And uh, there's some of them that look pretty compelling in that regard. It's like the teepee thing of sticks. And I would kind of get that. If you're 400 pounds, seven, eight feet tall, stock diesel, <laughs> you know, if you're diesel, you know, you could probably break some smaller limbs. And, and make something like that. But I just. Nah, I bet they're in caves. Yeah. So Hey, we didn't know how caverns existed until the farmer fell in the hole. <laughs> God. That's so heck. It's so heck. Actually, I don't think it was him. I think it was his cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but still. My point is, yeah. <laughs> there are vast structures all over the place, above above the ground and below. If yeah. they're going to be anywhere, that's where they're going to be. Or they're just kind of a nomad animal that can just like lay down and go to sleep. Maybe. You know, kind of like a dog. Like a poopy? Yeah, a dog in that regard, you know. But, yeah, that's, that's where, but that's my whole thing, I think. I've got 10 years left in me. That's it? That's all you got? Oh, yeah. No, 10 years. That's it. And then I'm chalking it up to either it's something. Now we're going far beyond. Right. And it's either a joke. He's off planet. Is this a simulation? A Is this a simulation? <laughs> Is this a joke on the simulation? Is it to keep people? <laughs> the you Bigfoot know. is the glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just a glitch in the Matrix, or or if it's this interdimensional thing where, because I I gotta laugh because like even when they say, well, when aliens come, these show up too. It's like, all right, let me get this straight. You got an alien that has this weird body, mm-hmm. not really. It's humanoid. Well, if anyone would know what the aliens are like, it would be you, because you get taken every November. So tell us in detail what I, they look like. I plead the fifth on that. <laughs> I plead the fifth. We're going to find out next year if that's true. <laughs> if I don't get taken next year after I get fixed, and I'm not vi- uh, I'm not viable to them. Yep. You know, but even then I could get taken just to find out that I'm not viable. So this could possibly be a two-year. Two years to, a, a two to year determine. Study, a yep. two-year study, yeah. And our uh, half cock science experiment. It's a great experiment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, we'll find out. Yeah. You know, but but that's where the red eyes is what like gets me back and forth. You know, when they say like it has the red eyes. Well, is it red eyes? You know, like when you take a a picture and the people have the red eyes because of. Yeah. You know, the photo quality, the light, and the way it reflects. Yeah, yeah. What if that's the same thing? It's just the way the light's getting reflected off their eyes. Like, they don't legit have 
red eyes. It's just the way the. Yeah, but you don't see that in anything else. Like if Dean's like walking in the dark, he, he, he never has like glowing red eyes. It's weird. It's a weird phenomena. Well. And that's what they talk about with like the Mothman. He has glowing the, red eyes. Some shadow men that we were talking about in the last episode. Glowing so red eyes. Are Bigfoot, Shadow Men, and, and Moth the Mothman all like cousins? Well, that's what I wonder. Are I, they out there singing We Are Family? No, no, they're not doing no? that. They're not singing and dancing. No, apparently they're screaming. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're into like death metal or something like that. <laughs> But the red eyes thing to me is a linkage of if they're going to talk about interdimensional beings and things like that. Yeah. I mean, we're starting to take the lap around the circle with that. You Mm -hmm. got shadow men, red eyes. You've got Bigfoot, red eyes, Mothman, red eyes, Mm -hmm. common linkage there. Three totally different types of things, so to speak. All considered cryptids. Mm Yeah. Yeah. But that's where uh, all rumored to be interdimensional beings. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Well, and I think that's the split right there. Is you either go interdimensional or you go biblical on it? I think so. We're, they're just demons. I think we're at this split right now in our period of time as human beings, where interdimensional the just interdimensional container, mm-hmm. and again mathematical model. Mm-hmm. Not proven physically. Right. So now you've got a mathematical model versus a like philosophical model. Mm-hmm. We're at this. I think it's a pretty cool point in, in human existence where we're at right now. Because everything went into the bucket of biblical. Right. Everything went there. It was either a demon. Right. Ghost, witch, whatever. So I submit again. So are now, these just demons? It's a. I think it's a valid response. See, this goes back, this is what I've been building up with with the whole thing, is the lack of photo evidence is terrible. Mm -hmm. It's terrible to the whole case of it. Even, because like even shadow men, there's pictures of shadow entities. Mm -hmm. There's There's dispute on the legitimacy of it. And there's pictures of the Mothman. And again, they talk about the legitimacy of it. Yeah. But the fact is, is there's some sort of photo evidence with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And like Bigfoot, the best ones they have, they got people saying, yeah, no, that's fake. Right. And you have the people, like there's one, I forget his name. It's going to drive me crazy. But it was a recent photo, and they say that's the most, it was the guy that went with Les Stroud on his. um, Adventure. Yeah, his, uh, and I forget the name of it. Going on an adventure. Well, no, and he's one of the most popular, like, Bigfoot. uh, Dudes. Yeah, I forget his name. But he has this photo that's really compelling, and he's he's convinced the whole way, but the community's like, yeah, no, it was fake. It's, But even if, you know, just to kind of explain it to people, go on Google, put Bigfoot picture, and scroll images, and there's nothing all of these like statues and then there's the course the most popular one the one where he's walking through mm-hmm. the black and white one they're they're all just kind of these fake 
photos, so to speak. And that's where I just have the issue with it. And then again, like when they say the red eyes right. on, on a lot, a lot of sightings, that's a flag for me that it's something else. What it is, no idea. Have no idea. But with shadow men having red eyes, Bigfoot having red eyes, mm-hmm. Mothmen, and there's just other like lore type things with red eyes that gets again to this interesting time where we're at. Right. Because interdimensional wasn't really a concept. 15, 20 years ago. No, they're putting everything in the interdimensional bucket. It's the new, it's the new biblical bucket, in my opinion. If you're not a believer of religion or you don't want to go. Anything that would have been labeled as a demon is now interdimensional. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's also a a sign of the times where people aren't fully convinced with biblical things. And that's your own, and that's your own prerogative. You know, I mean, I'm not here to sway one person one way or the other, but. Correct. But. The more interdimensional audience is the more kind of atheist, agnostic, uh, you know, thinking of something else. I think that's healthy than to just fully commit to something and just the one thing. Mm -hmm. I like that there's another thing. Yeah. Both of them could be full of shit. Correct. There could be a third thing. Yeah. That'll show up 10, 15, 20 years later. You know, it also, like, you know, people talk about, this interdimensional bit, could it be time travel? Could it be this primitive thing? Again, is there some sort of portal thing or something what like if, that? This goes back to the cave. What if you know. Bigfoot's not primitive? What if it's the opposite, that Bigfoot is highly advanced? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he's coming back in time, and he's like, nope, they're not there yet. This is our so, story. So he goes back. This is our our theory. And at 46 minutes. No, or 40 actually, minutes. our theory is yeah. that we don't have evidence of Bigfoot because the term Bigfoot is offensive. Yeah. Because their feet aren't even really that They're big. They're not even really that big. <laughs> like he, he, Bigfoot does that to throw him off. Bigfoot's See, we're going to derail really hard here if we haven't derailed hard enough. <laughs> I think you're getting the picture here. These last two episodes is Jen and I taking a break <laughs> and just discussing things because we need a break too. <laughs> and the fact is, is we were driving to Vermont. We were. And we hit onto something big with Bigfoot. We did. And we thought Bigfoot was offended by the name Bigfoot. Correct. Because, because his feet aren't that big. They're not that big. Exactly. And he's self-conscious about it. Yes. And so- we thought maybe Bigfoot is more sophisticated than we give him credit. Right. Like he has high tea with his Nana. Yeah. You know, you know they got a cave very and everything's highly developed. neat, neat yes. and tidy. Yes. The, the smell is, it's, 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 a, it's a throw off. Yep. It's to throw everyone you know, off. Groomed, well kept. Yes. We yep. even have a name. We do. Yeah. We do. Big Sassy. Big Sassy. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Bigfoot researchers. You're in the you wrong. You guys have been so insulting. Yeah. Like, if you just. I think this is a whole different take on it. I think so. For the Bigfoot researchers, you're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> We're on the right side with Big Sassy. Yeah. Yes. yes. Sophisticated. He is. 
Super sophisticated. Very informed. Yeah. Like, maybe you should be putting out a porcelain tea set if you want to catch him. None of them do that. None of them have done that. Not a one. Put a whole tea set. A nice charcuterie. Nice, nice table. Yes. Some finger sandwiches. Yeah. Throw that little, out there. Little baked brie. I bet Big Sassy couldn't resist that. No. Couldn't resist it. Not, Would not walk, in the least. Get a chair that can hold a 400-pound being. Yeah. Make it very comfortable. Get that big Adirondack chair from... Uh, oh, yeah. Up in, uh, what is it, Old Forge or on yeah. the way to Old Forge? Oh, just Get that big chair. Yeah. Put out a nice spread. In a nice sunny spot. Yeah. Yeah. A nice, a nice vintage wine. Sure, sure. Yeah. Just or or just a nice full-bodied Malbec. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, just bring just bring the whole oak barrel and take the top off. You don't see any Let of these. Breathe. You don't see any of these tactics. None of them do. None that. of them. They just put some fucking rocks on a on a log. Stick some apples up on a branch yeah. in a tree. Let's see if it changes shape. Ooh. 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 And you know, Big Sassy's walking by like these fucking clowns. You think he walks by and he's yeah. like, motherfucker? No, he switches them. It's like, here, I'll switch them. You I'll still don't know. game. Yeah. He's still got nothing. Game. Checkmate. <laughs> Bring a chessboard out there. Yes. That's what yes. we're saying. Chinese checkers. Get a chessboard out there. Set it up. You do the first move with your pawn. Yep. And then see what happens. And just sit back and wait. You might get a really good game of chess out of you it. You might. Yeah. Yeah. You might not get any photo evidence. But you get a good. You get a good you, game of chess. And you got a good story. And you realize how smart of a person you're dealing with that maybe yeah. Bigfoot's a little more sophisticated. Maybe Bigfoot is smarter than you. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Just yeah. a little sassy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Big on the sassy. Big on the sassy. Yeah. Yeah. Less on the foot. Yes. That's a that's a mug in the making. Big, <laughs> Big on, the on the sassy. sassy less, less on, on the, the foot. foot. And we'll have him sitting there. <laughs> we'll have him sitting there with tea, yeah. with the pinky out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think, I think, and we, we stumbled onto this 10 years ago. We weren't even trying. No. No. We weren't even trying, and we came. So up you know with what? This. I think that's what we got to do. Oh my God, we got to go out. Which in the means woods. that's what I got to do because you're not going out in the woods. I'll go out in the woods overnight. Can I bring things? And it pauses. The pause starts at <laughs> overnight. Can I? Can I bring a fifth wheel? <laughs> with all my favorite things, because if that's the case, then I'll come with overnight. I I need to bring shelter. Can I bring all my indoorsy things with me? Because <laughs> if that's the case, then Can I will I be honored to spend the night with you out in the woods. Because if that's not the case, you're on your own. Yeah. It's just the truth. It's the truth. You're not the camping sort. I was as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, for that five years. And then my aunt and uncle got a camper, and I'm like, this is so much better. Yeah. Why do people sleep with It's just one of those fabric? examples where some people just can't go backwards. I can't. 
Yeah. I can't. And have you seen what the fifth wheels are like lately? See, this, well, she's a fifth. Yeah. I, I have lately because I've been looking at them. <laughs> For our alternate, that's, that's uh, L-I-V-I-N, for that's our, living. For our alternate <laughs> residence in another state while we have this place. However, I'll happily camp. Yeah, I know. I'll happily camp in a uh, a fifth wheel that has a uh, island kitchen. A nice comfy bed with a queen size bed, air conditioning, plumbing. outdoors uh, it's really just yeah you would poop and pee outdoors once, once. at <laughs> two in the morning and then you'd be like no we're done here and yeah this turns on let's go <laughs> well and that's where i i like turn people on to like hammock camping like you can't beat hammock camping it's the best yes you can it's called a travel trailer no that's we not ju- i just that's ex- not camping <laughs> yes. You can go to a nice KOA. They've got everything. It's not camping. Sure it is. They got a nature trail. They got a a pool. I love how people think that's camping. It's hysterical. Sometimes they have a lake. Yeah. It's the best. There's a car dealership on site. You can buy a car. There's a warehouse. There's a Costco right in the KOA. That's good. That's what's going to happen next. It's going to be like a mini Costco in a KOA. People are going to be like, oh, this camping's a bitch. Oh, my God. I like this KOA because if I forget anything, I can just go right to the Costco (sighs) at the KOA. Yeah. Went way off topic. I stand by it. Yeah. I stand by it. All right. So my homework assignment this summer... I got to get a tea set. I got to get a chessboard. No, I'll do that. I'll find the tea set and yeah, the chessboard. I'll get the chessboard. We'll just get something basic. No, we can't because he's big sassy. It's got to oh, be, we got to zhuzh it. nice. Yeah, yeah. So but I'll get a nice Can't get anything set. metal or plastic. It has to be wood. Yeah, I know. Because I think. Am I the new chick? <laughs> well, I don't want to lug out a lot of shit either. True, you know, true, true. You'll come back and be like, I got a hundred pounds of stuff here. <laughs> I'll have to take Dean with his pack. And then he's going to walk 20 feet and be like, this is stupid. Because <laughs> he's my boy. <laughs> this is stupid. Where's mom? Why were we mom doing this? Mom stayed home. How come I didn't stay home? I should be with the mom you in the air You should have told me this was going to happen. This is stupid. I'm going to stay in the car. <laughs> Or at least stay by the car. I got water in there. Because if somebody comes by the car, you know, they'll just, they'll pet me and. That'll be cool. I'll try to convince them to bring me to mom. (laughs) Can you find my mom? Can you find my mom's? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the, that's, that's the mission I got to go on. What if. What if we do what all that we and we get the get, photo proof? We get all of it. Yeah. What if we get? What if we get it all? What if? What if he actually sits down and starts chatting with you? No. What if he sits down, pours himself some tea? Yeah. Grabs two little lumps of sugar. Yeah. Puts that in there. 
stirs Ooh, you know it up. What? He probably would prefer honey. Well, we'll have both. Okay. We'll have okay. everything yeah. there. Because, you know, sits you know down. he just goes like this. Yeah. Boonk. Sits down, grabs a couple finger sandwiches. Mm-hmm. We'll have a couple macarons. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have we'll have a few of those, mm-hmm. and and then say he just studies the chessboard a bit. He'd be if like, he you know what? Mumbling like that was your opening move. Yeah. <laughs> and then he makes his move. <laughs> oh my god! What would be really weird is if we caught it on, on tape. Yeah. Tape. Listen to me. Yeah. What is this? The we're gonna, 1970s? We're going to do it on VCR and Betamax. That's uh, a <laughs> no. Got your eight millimeter. It'd be it'd be funny if he uh, if if uh, you know you did the opening move and he's like, oh, what's he doing? Belgrade Gambit or yeah, right? uh, or yeah. Birds Opening? Catch that on tape. That would just prove more that he's big sassy. Oh, the yeah. Queen's Gambit, huh? <laughs> oh, it's the Black Knight's Tango. You know. I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing. Night, <laughs> night to F six. Check. <laughs> no, just night to F six. Let's see what he does about that. And then the funny part is, is I would come see it all changed, and I'd have a camera a little far in the back, and it'd be him peeking, looking like, "What's he doing? What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? What's his What's his move? What's he gonna do? Did little... he play his move yet? What are you gonna do, naked monkey? Or he'd come back a couple times just to see if the board changed and it didn't. He'd be like, be a... "Fuck! Come on! Come on! Yeah, I gave you everything. Yeah. If thanks for the snacks. If we did that <laughs> and that got us on like Bigfoot Weekly or whatever. Oh my God! Could you imagine if we did the that? The scorn we come back of the Bigfoot community. Everything. It'd be like, yeah. The Sorry, you guys They're are hitting stupid. sticks against the tree <laughs> yeah. trying to get a yep. knock. Whoop. Doing a whoop back. Yeah. No. I set a nice little comfy area. Yeah. With some tea. We set a nice spread Finger for sandwiches, foot. a chessboard. Yeah. He's maybe, intellectual, you guys. Maybe put a Sudoku book and a pencil, you know. <laughs> some crosswords. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice little spot. Yeah. Nice little spot to hang out. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to do that next year, next summer. I think it's, I, we can do it for science. I'm going to go deep into the woods. For science. Yeah. You know what? I'll see if I can do like a GoFundMe with that. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the Bigfoot GoFundMe. Big Sassy GoFundMe. Big Sassy GoFundMe. Yeah. Unless somebody else beats us to it, which, hey, I'm all cool with that. Hey. I'm You're, just saying. We're just saying. It's another it's another point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe don't be offensive to him. <laughs> don't insult him. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all there is to you it. You get more flies with honey. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that wraps up Bigfoot. Yes. I think we could have wrapped it up 30 minutes ago, but the big sassy thing was very important. It is. If you're still listening to the show, thanks. I would think at this point you are the pinnacle of a horror fanatic if you're still you listening. Are. And we thank you. We really do. And if you've got your own Bigfoot theory, feel free feel to share free. it. Feel free to share it on the Facebook group. Yeah. Email OTH at seriouslydecent.com. Yep. 
carrier pigeon. We might not get it, but, right. you know. You could send ravens. Yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah. We're not going to send a raven back. Yeah. Put your idea in Because a... you could just use the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can text us. <laughs> just pick a number. Somebody pick a random number and get their Bigfoot idea. Somebody be like, what the fuck am I getting this for? Our human familiar can answer. However, the phone we for will us. be more detailed on our next topic because this uh, this one branches off the Bigfoot. It does. Path. It's a Bigfoot cousin, could we say? I guess. Yeah. I don't know if they're kissing cousins, but I'd say they're cousins. Like second, twice removed. Maybe. Roommates? No. No. Because of the climate. Yeah. But. I love the historical lore on here, and that's where I'm diving deep on, just to give you a warning. Fair. Yeah. All right. Because episode 52, how we're finishing the year out, is with... Trolls! Trolls, yes. (laughs) Which, if you haven't seen the movie Troll Hunter... Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Is it it Oscar-worthy? No. Mm -hmm. Is it a good mm-hmm. B sci-fi? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Very much so. No, I love the lore of trolls and the historical lore. I've always just, uh, I've I've loved that bit of it. So I'm nerding out hard okay. on that. Um, I guess I'll have to come up with a troll theory. Well, you can. And we can't say sophisticated troll. Well, we could. We could, but I don't think th- I don't get sophistication yeah. from trolls. My commitment, though, I'm serious. I'm going to set oh, that scene in? up with the Bigfoot. Oh, okay. I'm doing that in the summer. Because you know what it is? It's an excuse for me to go out in the woods for a few days. Yeah. By myself. Yeah. I'll, I got that. I'll take care of it. Oh, I'll take that. I'll. I'll shoulder I'll, that burden. I'll do that. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that bullet. Babe, I'll do it for the show. I'll do it for the science. I'll do it for the show. I'll do it for the science. I'll do it for the glory. <laughs> yeah. So trolls, trolls next week. Yep. We, uh, like I said, if you're still listening, we fucking love you uh, to you. death. Yeah. Yep. You're the best. If, uh, if you're not listening, we can pretty much say anything we want about you. Yeah, because you're not going to hear it. <laughs> now, as always, we've been very just floored by the response we have with the podcast. Yeah. And uh, we're very happy to uh, keep doing it, which mm-hmm. is the nice part. Mm-hmm. There was a concern when we first started, would we be fully burned out and be like, I never want to do another podcast episode again. But each one... Instead, we're getting invigorated and you we're know. looking into other things. There could be some some cool stuff happening. Yeah, we were gonna two. we were gonna start the early part of the year with a rather ambitious plan, which we're going to hold back. Uh, we were thinking of doing video and stuff like that, and I think what everybody has to remember is we work full time. Yeah, this is extra time to do this. And we have a lot of good ideas, but it just, at the end of the day, it's bandwidth. Uh, it's time. However, with the growth that we got this year and the, what hopefully we'll get similar growth next year, mm-hmm. uh, we will be getting into the, the ad realm. We're going to warn you of that. Yeah. Basically, at the end of uh, the first quarter, 
of the year, our podcast uh, hosting provider mm-hmm. is going to give us the ability to run through an ad server and get some ads on a like pre-roll, mid-roll, post-roll type of thing. Our aim with that is that it'll pay for the podcast. Right. Um, we spend a lot of money on books and research. And we that, sure do. That it won't touch. But what we're hoping it is it'll just pay the the software costs, the hosting right. costs, yep. things like that. So if we run in run into the ads, we'll let you know of that. We're definitely gonna work some sort of a newsletter out. Yes. I'm gonna keep drumming that every episode. Just the idea of the newsletter. And again, it's just to let it's another way to go because personally I have no idea where social media is going, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere positive. Mm-hmm. It's just a personal opinion of mine. I've been in IT for two decades, IT security, cybersecurity for close to, you know, eight to 10 years. And I was never a fan of social media. I was never a fan of any of it. However, for the podcast, it's relevant for us. Right. And we'll stay on Facebook and Instagram. But ultimately, I'd like to get everyone through on a newsletter. And our hook for the newsletter is to survey everyone once a month with episodes that you would want. Yeah, episode potentials. Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll give you options and then we'll have like a write-in. So if yep. you don't like what we have Or you just got one options, that you think is cool, you can just write in with like, it. Those are okay, but this is cooler. Yeah, and and our philosophy is is if someone goes through the trouble to write one in, we're gonna it's float gonna that one It's gonna be an up. episode, and uh, and then whatever is picked for the month. But basically, we would love to have the horror fanatics drive the show. Yeah, That's, your show. Uh, yeah, because ultimately, it really is your show. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we like doing these things, but ultimately, we do look at the analytics to see what you're responsive to what you're not responsive to. We find a common thing that the stuff we're really, really into. You guys, you guys are just not. don't listen to at all, <laughs> um, which is fun, you know, but we also know that there's a big demon demonology poll. Yes. That was, so we're going to do a greater concentration of that yeah. next year mm-hmm. in more ways than one. Yes. Uh, so that's things you're going to find out by surprise throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And by um, hook or by crook. No, yeah, yeah. But till then, we're gonna mix it up, and we like doing these. Uh, these other up. Bigfoot was fun because I had a personal attachment with it, being close to home. We have with a White theory. Hall. We have a theory. Now we have a. Uh, and now a we plan have a, a plan of action to to do it, uh, which is, I just i, I would lose my mind if that worked. Wouldn't be able to shut. You're me up. welcome. You wouldn't be able to shut me up, boy. We, we wouldn't be allowed in any convention. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We would be insufferable. They, uh, we would come out. They would have the Bigfoot convention, and they'd be like, and the two that got video evidence, everything we know, Frank and Jen from Oh, the Horror Podcast. <laughs> and you'd hear this. No, you wouldn't. No. You'd hear, <laughs> Be like, what? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Nothing. What you're looking for here is thank you, to which we say you're welcome. Yeah. 
And then we exit stage left and Okay, bye. <laughs> figure out aliens. <laughs> oh my god, what if we figured that out too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so trolls next week. Yep. Have a wonderful day. Yep. Have a lovely week. Mm-hmm. And we are at number one now. Ouija boards. Two. No Ouija no boards. No Ouija boards. No. What about rule um, two? Should we tell them we broke rule number one when we were in Salem and went to the Ouija board museum? Here's the thing. We went to the Ouija board museum. Yeah. Which, by the way, excellent museum. Yeah. I mean. Freaking phenomenal. Yeah. But we didn't use any of them. We didn't touch anything. Anything. We no. just walked through, took some pictures. We should put those on the group. Well, I was going to put them on the group, but we talked about how we were going to go deeper into that in another episode next yeah, year. That'd be cool. Because we got some really cool information off of we that. We did. That we thought our listeners would enjoy. Which means if we're really going to like it, you guys aren't going to like it. You're going to be bit. like, okay, uh, bye. <laughs> no, I think I bring that up because Shadow Men didn't get a light up response like I thought it would. Yeah. But also I know it's the holidays and people are running around doing stuff. And, yeah. And maybe you know, people so. don't know the uh, the similarities between shadow men and demons. Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Rule number two. No dolls. Rule number three. No capes. Four. No blood rituals. Five. No cults. Satanic or otherwise, yeah. or uh, life-affirming, mm-hmm. or uh, weight losing loss. weight for Jesus. Yeah. Which, by the way... Or uh, going clear. That's a bigger topic we're going to unleash into uh, in season two. Oh, we're getting cults. into cults. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine, if we have our way, probably one cult a month. Yes. That's what we're we're hoping to dive into. What's sad is we could do one cult a month, and for, there would still be cults we didn't get to. For years. We could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Six? No apathy. Yeah. It's time that we act. We have to make a positive change in the world. If that means buying coffee for the person behind you, yeah. so be it. Yeah. It's little baby steps. Especially this time of year. If it's taking uh, cat food or bleach or, mm-hmm. you know, dish detergent to uh, humane society, do that. Yeah, if you're a pet lover and you want to help your local humane society out, you don't even have to ask. Buy some bleach. Yeah, they're always looking for they're bleach. always looking for bleach to clean soap. things. Bleach and uh, dish soap. Yep. They'll always. They'll take everything you got. So with that being said, what's the last thing people should do? Make good choices. Yeah. Take care, folks. <laughs>